Welcome, flower friends, to the Local Flowers Podcast, where you'll fall in love with local seasonal blooms even more by hearing the stories from flower farmers new and experienced. I'm your host, Rochelle, from Freckled Bloom Flower Farm. Welcome. Welcome back, flower friends, and uh, we're wrapping up week seven. Just got back from vacation, so I feel like this week has been uberly intense for me as I was playing catch-up from being gone, but the weather is certainly changing, and it just feels like everything's starting to stack up, and the stress of am I behind is definitely top of mind for me. Um, I want to say a huge shout-out to Leanne at cozy town if any of y'all participated in her dahlia cell like revolutionary right here thank you leanne for allowing us to go in ahead of time to shop our and develop our carts so at least that process could happen at ease and you could really like look over the dahlias and prioritize which ones you wanted which ones you were like absolutely like a must-have and at you know 10 o'clock sharp was checking out and i still lost one but that's okay i I just really appreciate the fact that I could shop the dahlias and be able to loan my cart ahead of time so that at least the checkout process was stressful, but not like the shopping experience. So if you are selling dahlias, everybody ask Leanne how she did that because that was awesome. So thank you, Leanne. So week seven, it's been really nice here um, and stuff is definitely popping out of the ground. I was just at a basketball game this morning and the daffodils uh, in the landscape are starting to bloom, although mine aren't. I always consider myself um, the Alaska of the Pacific Northwest. So even my, there's enough elevation gain from our town to where I live that I'm probably like a good three weeks behind whatever's blooming in town. Even my um, fellow flower farmer right up the road from me here, we still have a couple day gap. I have have that un- enough elevation gain that my stuff is still behind hers and we're maybe like two minutes apart. So yeah, although the daffodils are getting ready to burst open in town, mine are still just starting to pop out of the ground. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting to see new life. I've just been trying to get everything cleaned up. I still have a huge hump of compost that I'm um, wanting to finish spreading. I've started to do more seeding kind of the stuff that's um, in the eight to ten week before my last frost date um, getting those in the soil blocks and just tending to all my other flowers I'm starting to pot up my lisianthus I do that so I can put them in trays and put them in a mini greenhouse that I have outside so that I can take them off the rack space and start the other stuff that is in that time frame I'm super excited I got um, introduced to the Pacific Northwest Flower Growers Group and they are having a meet and greet of sorts on Sunday. Not gonna lie, feeling a little intimidated. Uh, We've got some fabulous flower farmers here in the Pacific Northwest so to be amongst them uh, definitely is a little intimidating. Like I, I feel like the newbie in town but I think it will be great to just hear the discussion. I am very 
very much an introvert and I don't know about y'all but since COVID happened and working from home I've definitely become an extreme introvert so uh, anything that I have to put on you know my extrovert self leading up to it like several days before I have like major anxiety so being a newbie within the room though I am in my third year but still uh it, it gives me a little bit of anxiety not gonna lie but I think it'll be great and it'll be great for me to get out there and talk with the folks and just hear what they all have to say plus I'm going to be returning back to uh Corvallis where I went to college and I absolutely love Corvallis so uh, they'll be exciting to be back on campus again this week has been such a blur that I totally forgot to mention Valentine's Day oh yeah that one holiday that happened at the beginning of the week I had a pretty successful Valentine's Day I did some planter pots and dried flower hearts um, and did pretty well it was a very soft launch I at least wanted to have some product out at my roadside stand because I have fantastic customers that listen to me and they wanted to skip the imports and support local and so they were there my first Saturday picking stuff up at the roadside stand so thank you guys I really appreciate that and just across social media um, I saw so many great messages from flower farmers about supporting local uh, buying subscriptions and just folks getting creative you know I think dried flowers is definitely something that allows us to be creative in the winter months and I think the possibilities are endless with dried flowers so I'm actually planning a lot of my crops to dry this year so that I have some options in the winter time especially like in the form of ornaments over Christmas uh, just being able to offer a diversity and for folks that are purchasing say my subscriptions I always like to have a little welcome box that includes this year I had at Christmas time I had dried flower ornaments in it but then I also like to purchase from uh, farms that I absolutely love and include something in the welcome kit so that folks get something at the holiday versus just you know a piece of paper that says welcome to the club they actually feel like they got something special so yeah definitely want to uh, add a lot more dried flowers to my collection so that I have the ability to do more crafts in the winter time eventually I want to do some workshops um, but this summer we have big plans here on the farm to convert our shop to my workspace. So more to come on that, but I am super excited about that. And my husband is officially over me taking up every inch of this house, seating in the kitchen, in the garage, which is one of his biggest. Oh, I hear it every evening. There's so much soil all over the garage, and I don't know what to tell him because um, this is the only option I have to do my soil block. So I, I think he's going to be ultimately eager to kick me out of this house, <laughs> at least my flower farm. So yeah, well, flower friends, uh, that'll be kind of a wrap on this week's episode. I am excited 
excited. I feel like the days are getting longer and the temperatures are warming. The ranunculus and anemones are showing their beautiful foliage. I don't have any buds quite yet, but I am growing most of mine outside and uncovered and they've been through uh, quite the spell of winter and they still look really great. So um, I am in zone 8B, although I, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I do feel like I'm in a major microclimate and way cooler than an 8B, but I will have to do more research on what that actually is. But yeah, so my stuff is always behind. For the next week, it's really just trying to get my stuff seeded um, and starting in the soil blocks, all that stuff that needs to be started eight to ten weeks before my last frost. So that's kind of my goal for the week. And I do plan to take a lot of notes and do a recap in next week's episode on the Pacific Northwest Cut Flower Growers Meetup. So don't worry, I'll be sharing next week all of my experiences. But I hope you all survive Valentine's Day and uh, you have a great uh, interior week and a fantastic kickoff of week eight. Take care, my flower friends. This is your weekly flower fun fact from one of the Freckle Bloom Flower Kids. Bats may not be as popular flower pollinators compared to bees. However, these flying mammals have been given bees a run for their money as far as flower pollination is concerned. In fact, there's a bat species in Mexico that feeds exclusively on nectar from cactus flowers. I got this flower fun fact from Fragrant Garden. Thank you for listening! Well, that wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for joining in to the conversation. And together, all boats will rise and local flowers will be blooming fabulous in all of our communities. So if you are a fellow flower farmer that want to join in on the conversation, please reach out to us to get you scheduled for a podcast episode. And if you're just listening in and enjoy the podcast, please share with your friends, your family, and everybody you know. We really appreciate it. Thank you.